Hey everyone, Chris Wan here. This is Accent Out Loud, a podcast about one person's take on English language learning, accent modification, and communication. Hey everyone, this is Chris, and this is Accent Out Loud. Today in this episode, we're just going to talk really quickly about an article that I I just read. Um, it's called the pronunciation problems for Turkish learners in articulating of the diphthongs in English learning. So it's a bunch. It's a journal article, um, and I read journal articles on a weekly basis to try and just keep up to date, see if there's any new literature, see if anything's interesting that I dig up from the last few years. And there were some parts of this article that I thought were pretty interesting, and the author tries to explain the difficulties that a Turkish learner would have with English pronunciation. Now, there's a few things that are different about the two languages, and the author actually identifies them quite nicely as the th sounds both voiced and voiceless English TH sounds. So, uh, think and the, the TH in those two words, think, voiceless, the, voiced, as well as a lot of diphthongs, which are sounds, vowel sounds, uh, that I've talked about in a previous episode. But the vowel sounds are, they're, Not unique to English necessarily, but certain languages don't have them. So in English, the we have a bunch of different vowel sounds, and I'm not talking about a e i o u and sometimes y. There's closer to like 20 vowel sounds that English has, and these vowel sounds are either pure single sounds or they're sort of a changing sound. So I've mentioned it before, but a diphthong is In one syllable or in um, one syllable, the vowel changes from vowel A to vowel B. Monophthongs or a pure vowel sound is just vowel A, and when you start, it's vowel A. When you end, it's vowel A. Diphthongs are you start with mo- uh, vowel A and it transforms into vowel B, and so. There's an interesting thing because I guess the perspective from the author is, look, there should be more emphasis or more stress on teaching English if you're at an English learning school on pronunciation, right? It's not just English grammar that you need because pronunciation is a huge part of that process, and ultimately, maybe to their detriment, a lot of schools are teaching specifically English grammar. Reading, writing, but there's no class necessarily on English pronunciation, and uh, the author thinks that there's 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 a need for it because some of these sounds are not sounds that are present in Turkish. So if they're not present in Turkish and you don't teach them explicitly to students, then you're setting them up for failure in trying to grasp it themselves. So, it's it's a unique perspective because, again, as a native English speaker, these are all things I take for granted. These are all things I don't necessarily 
have the perspective to, to think about or to, to draw from on my own personal experience. But one of the ways that the author explains is helpful for diphthongs is a visual cue or a uh, hint that people can use, English learners can use, to demonstrate change in their vowels to know that they're really getting those diphthongs properly. So if you follow me enough, <laughs> if you follow me up to this point, uh, one of the words that they use is the word go or home. The example is you put your lips nice and tight and you put your finger in front of your lips, just like you're making that shh sound in a library as a librarian trying to shush people, right? Shh. And when you're doing that shushing motion, shh, you, if you put your lip, if you put your finger right in front of your lips and you do that shh, you get the, the feedback that your lips are pushing outward and forward. Now that is the, the type of mouth shape that is rounded lips, right? Your lips are rounding to get forward or inch, inch forward or move forward. And if we use certain words like go, toe, home, road, pose, your mouth shape changes. Let's do the example home. Huh, huh. So home starts with huh and then it ends in om. And you can feel that movement of your lips to get that full o sound if you put them in front of your lips as you say the word home home you get that visual or that that tactile feedback that you feel your mouth your lips push forward your finger and if you're not getting that if you're not if your lips if you're putting your hand in front of or your finger in front of your lips and you say home and you're not getting that forward motion of those lips you're not doing your diphthong you're not doing the sound like a native english speaker would. So I thought that was a pretty interesting, the term is biofeedback uh, mechanism that you're, you're feeding to yourself biologically, like you're, there's a tactile response that you're getting that is helpful because a lot of times English pronunciation, it's a very fine craft of moving your tongue a certain way or moving your lips a certain way, but if you don't, if you don't have the experience of accurately doing it if you don't have uh, if you can't see it in a mirror then it's hard to know exactly am i making that sound correctly or am i not making that sound yeah so that was my summary it was a neat little nugget of information if you have any more questions about diphthongs check out my previous posts i've talked about them a little bit more i'm working on some things some more worksheets or something that i can give you guys as well and that's keeping me busy, but hopefully that was helpful. If you are interested in my newsletter that I talk about this as well, check it out at my website, lucidaccent.com. If not, thanks for listening. You spent some time with me. Hope this brought you value. Have a good one.